Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Sunny Sanger, and I will be your host today. Joining me today, friend of the podcast, Jesse Marchum, Senior Director, DevOps, ISBN, People and Enablement Operations. Another friend of the podcast, Dominic Meyer, Principal Engineer at SAP. This is going to be our very last episode of the DevOps series. So, gentlemen, how would you like to wrap this up? Thanks, thanks for having us, Sunny. Thanks uh, for yeah. for moderating. It's it's really been a, a fun series for me. It's it's always fun to to uh, cover both some of the historical, conceptual, foundational elements, and then also talk about how they apply at the at the uh, team levels. And, and Dominic's been a great resource. Yeah, thank um, you very much. Very welcome. Great to have you both over the last several episode sharing your experiences and thoughts around this topic so as i was mentioning you know i think uh bringing we've covered tons of content over this series everything from you know failure the three ways understanding some of the outcomes and metrics that uh that you can expect by by doing agile and devops well together um but what's what's an easy way to sort of think about DevOps? One of the the, the frameworks or terms that, that I've seen us often associated with DevOps is, is CALMS or, or CAMS. Um, CALMS being an acronym for culture, automation, lean, measurement, and, and sharing. Uh, and 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 what what you know, as you sort of think about each of those terms in terms of what we've talked about over this series should become apparent, right? When you're thinking about culture, you're thinking about like Western culture and the breaking down those silos and and thinking about collaboration and psychological safety and, you know, non-deterministic thinking and all of those things that we've, that we've tried to harp on, you know, automation, that's a lot about, uh, you don't want to, uh, spend all your time doing during manual work in, in DevOps. So, so you want to have your technical practices that get centered around CI, CD, and and, and uh, even beyond that. Um, we've talked about lean, um, thinking about the end-to-end, thinking about the value streams, trying to get shorter and shorter um, uh, or smaller and smaller pieces of, of, of flow, thinking about shifting left, Sort of visualizing, um, and and re, and and you know that being expressed in in um, the deployment frequency, lead time for changes, you know, um, even MTTR and things like that. Uh, measurement, we've just talked about that a, a bunch, and then of course, you know, sharing, knowledge sharing. We had, we we spent quite a bit of time talking about uh, ways to to learn, um, creating a learning culture, and. and uh, bringing it all, all together, you know, to think about comms, it's, it's a good way of expressing uh, how DevOps can be realized. Yeah. One thing, uh, one thing that we can also add uh, on this part is to wrap it up, or like two things. One thing that came to my mind, just because SAP has a product called Calm, 
cloud application lifecycle manager. Um, so just to quickly clean this up, this is not the same, of course. Uh, this one is just an acronym, but it got me confused. Like, why does Jesse want to talk about the lifecycle manager? <laughs> right. Um, so this is one. The other one is, I think what is always important to wrap up DevOps is you can talk as long as you want and do a million PowerPoints. And everyone will say, yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, let's do it. And no one starts. So um, now, if you are listening to this, like the, the goal is not to hang out, to hang your manager out to dry, right? But I think one key aspect of DevOps, like everything that you've heard, the culture, the automation, lean, um, is that you need, as an engineer, you need to want that, right? You want to say, hey, I'm, I'm sick of the eye profile. I don't want to just be the code monkey and then throw it to someone else. Like I want to own my application end to end. I want to ship small things. I want to meet the customer. I want to see what he wants. I want a good experience, faster feedback loops. So you need to say, I want this. Um, and you need to kind of also bring your energy to get it. it. You don't need to jump over your manager's head and go to the CEO and say, look, he doesn't listen. I want DevOps. He doesn't. Um, so there we can do a small circle to the melting the iceberg. So you, you want to convince your colleagues, you start very small um, and then you can start to adopt. And not something that we need to realize from management perspective is there is companies out there, even competitors that offer a way more DevOpsy environment to talents. And you need to face also as a manager listening to this, that this is the trend where the world is moving. So if you don't create this environment, then the talent will leave. And this is just a fact. So they, you cannot just do another PowerPoint and the talent will stay like something has to change. And I think from both these sides, it's important to wrap up that people need to want this. And from a management perspective, if it is not given that talent will leave for opportunities where this environment is set up better. I think this is also an important note to take. <clears throat> yeah, complete, completely agree. And, and for those that, that also think this sounds very, very daunting to do, just remember that it's much easier to improve you know, 1% a hundred times than it is hundred percent all at once. So little things, um, try to make them high leverage changes, but little things, think about that sort of journey of continuous improvement and, and it is a journey and it is something that you need your colleagues, your, your managers, your leaders, all of them uh, uh, to, to be on board at some point or later, hopefully earlier. Cool. No, excellent piece of advice there. Maybe one question is, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's just starting out in the DevOps field? Um, Dominic, should we start with you? What's based on your experience? Out of the top of my mind, I, I would, so we reiterated a lot of starting points all the time. One thing I didn't um, iterate so much and something that is actually easy to do and gives a lot of benefits is you do every task that you are told once. And the second time you need to do it, you must already think, how can I automate this away? This is, I think it's called toil. Mm -hmm. So, and I think this would be also for DevOps, the automation part, one step, like you are given a task to do something. Next time you are given the same task, you will advocate uh, because you want to do it, as we said, uh, how can we automate this away? Or at least when you do it the third time, it needs to be clear, like this is wasted time. I think this, and then you can check what automation steps could be done. How could we do it more smartly? 
Uh, I think this would be my small step of advice to get rid of repetitive work. I think this would be also one small step to start. Correct. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Uh, eliminating that toil also frees up sort of headspace and, and cognitive load and to, to really think about other things, which, uh, you know, for, at least for me, thinking about new things usually keeps me more interested than thinking about the same thing hundreds of times, right? So uh, to, to one, one thing um, that I guess I, I could also add would be thinking about just your own mindset and, and keeping that growth mindset, being, being humble, being open, honest, having explicit discussions about what, what, what's working and what isn't. Um, and I think that would be, be what I would add to, um, to that. I mean, there's, everyone's gonna make mistakes. Um, listen, listen with Ebony, both to your customers and your, your colleagues and, 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 and keep growing. I have another one, uh, um, if you allow, Sonny. Of course. <clears throat> I think Elon Musk said it, but as long as no one throws you out, at least if you are in an office, you can just go and sit there to learn <laughs> other stuff. Like you can either go on call or when you see there was an outage and you are not invited, you can also say, hey guys, look, I wanna, I wanna see what went on because maybe I can learn something. So don't spend your time in everyone else's meetings doing nothing yourself or like postponing your stuff. But if you see this is something that really interests me, that broadens yeah. up my T profile or E profile, then get invited, spend some time there, learn something, but then maybe focus back. I think this is also yeah. good, small advice. Yeah. Do you know, Be curious. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting to. Like, I have nowhere near the DevOps experience that you two have, but spending the last several episodes with you on all these topics, it's definitely a shift of mindset from your traditional developers from many years ago right and i think it is very much to the listeners out there is that there's got to be behavior changes and self-retrospects as well on folks as well when you want to move into this direction because i i see behavior and a mindset change more important than your technical skills at this time in the DevOps space. And I think that goes for the leadership as well, is how do leaders as well take a step back and really look at how they ask questions in this space um, rather than making statements as well. Um, right. What's your Definitely. thought on that? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I totally, totally agree. And, and you know, this has also been um, discussed a bit in sort of the product versus project mentality and, and moving out of that order taker space on, on, a, on a project to really owning something and, and seeing it through and, and, and feeling, uh, again, going into that non-deterministic mindset of, we don't know exactly what's gonna be most successful out there, but it's kind of fun to, to learn it and, and try it out versus, hey, we know exactly what uh, we need to build. Um, so you're just a part of the, that, that, a cog in the machine to do your part and that's it, you know, input, output, you know, my 20 tasks per day and, and then I just check out. I think it's much more involving and, and fun world to be in and trying out uh, and seeing the big picture. Yeah. Okay. Before we wrap up the final episode, are there any final thoughts from both of you? I just wanted to <clears throat> add one thing. So when you start, don't expect, like we, we are an acquisition. So uh, the product we, we developed was acquired like four years ago. Um, and we are still 
changing our culture and trying to change uh, other people's culture, like changing the mindset. So this is a never ending progress, right? You will never be done. Uh, even when you finish the whole DevOps handbook, uh, someone will come up with a more suitable <laughs> approach. So it's important to understand, like you will constantly grow with this growth mindset, but I, you will never be done. And I think this is um, for us very important because for some teams that we, we were reorganized, some teams joined, some teams left, and there is teams that immediately kind of adopted our um, culture, took like, I don't know, let's say eight weeks and they were like completely at home. It was oh, well, and there were others which took at least, I think more than a year. Now it works, it's, but it took some time. And I think this is <clears throat> important to remember cultural changes. They always, they really sometimes really need a lot of time. So you yeah. will not be done in two weeks, even when you, when you invest all your time. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And that's the end of this iteration. I'm Sunny. And Jesse. And Dominic. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating at your podcast provider or shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com or find us on Twitter at FasterStandup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.